conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals from all over the world, welcome back to the Conscious couples podcast for episode number 33 we are getting there Mm. together we're getting there together uh this is titled thriving in the messy middle Mm. love it love Love it it. relationships are not perfect uh no individual that i know is perfect Mm -hmm. and one can expect that uh the only way to thrive is to live in the messy middle and to to not strive for perfection on this podcast we don't strive for perfection on this podcast we try we strive for improvement Mm. so uh, as always i just want to give a shout out to the next level podcast solutions team thank you so much for producing this show and so many others thank you for helping make this world a better place by spreading all of the personal development in relationships and health and wealth and all the things so that people can thrive in the messy middle Mm. sweetheart uh, what is your intention for this episode? You know what you just um, got me thinking about was like a yummy, like not like burger, but like sandwich kind of burger looking like, and like how like the ketchup and mustard is oozing. I'm the hungriest person. The visual <laughs> of that is, is how, you know, to my intention of how sometimes some of the messiest sandwiches are the best. You like messy sandwiches. Messy sandwiches. I'm a big messy sandwich kind of person. Yeah, soggy sandwich person. Yes, I am. Yeah, you so like soggy sandwiches. So to that extent, yeah, the the intention is to be open-minded to the fact that there is a messy middle and help our listeners understand what they can really benefit from. And honestly, what they're missing and what they're leaving on the table by not choosing to step into the mes- messy middle with their partners. So we um we intend to help you thrive more in the messy middle. Wanting to be better is really, really important. Wanting to be perfect is actually quite a neurosis. It's very difficult to take a step forward if you're not allowed to stumble ever. Yeah. And that can be in your own consciousness. So we have a, a story that actually prompted this. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually seen this many, many times in my coaching before. But uh, so we had a client's that we identified one of the partners in the relationship and we actually just did an event on fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And we had a really powerful quote at the end of that event. If you were there, you'll know what we're talking about, where the biggest bottleneck to the we, which -hmm. is the relationship, is actually the most limiting belief in one of the me's. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of like the the weakest uh, link in the chain type of thing, but I don't want anyone to feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, the goal is not to feel bad. The goal is to identify those links in the chain that are weak and then strengthen them. Yeah. So, so we're on the phone with uh, one of our clients. We're very grateful to have several clients at this point. Mm. And one of the partners in the relationship had identified that they were reluctant to go into what they referred to as, uh, uh, the finance pond. Yeah. And so we help our clients with, 
you know, achieving their goals together. It's not just about making the relationship better. It's about how do you make your dream life together? How do you build a dream life together? Yeah. And so they're working on their finances together. They have these big goals and dreams that they want to start optimizing and working towards. And so we're helping them um, really with a financial runway to set them up for their dreams. And we identified a, a deep limiting belief within one of the partners where he was afraid to go down the finance road because he had what we've now been referring to as all or nothing thinking, which is the opposite mm-hmm. of thriving in the messy middle. Right. All or nothing thinking is if I'm going to do this, I have to be perfect at it. Or if I'm going to do this, if it doesn't go right, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to let you kind of take it from here, love. But essentially, if you've ever found yourself or your partner not even starting something because they're so afraid of feeling like a failure or looking like a failure or being embarrassed. Mm. And they have this all or nothing thinking of, if I'm going to do this, I have to be perfect at it. And I see this all the time in podcasting and podcasters. Yeah, They're like, well, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. The point is you're never going to be ready. <laughs> You've got to give it a shot. You got to jump in the water. And of course you're going to get some mud on you. Right. Um, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to have sucky episodes. We have as well. Okay. But the goal is not to have a perfect episode or a perfect financial roadmap or a perfect perfect relationship the goal is to work together to become better and better and better and better Mm. what are your thoughts it um you just remind me of of how much people have such a positive relationship with like having children and like the the people are so quick to dish out advice around like you're never really gonna feel like it's time to have kids like you're never really gonna fully be ready like just like have kids you know like just you know create the most incredible beings and bring them onto this earth you're never fully gonna be ready right it's kind of just like that now there's but yet like there's also this like heightened advice or critique around if you do mess up when you're really really young a lot of people actually end up getting criticized or they get like kind of reconfigured by whoever it is, their team, their coach, their parents. And at a very young age and even like as we get into our teens and our our young adult years, we interpret how we interpret and assess that one event kind of goes through this lens of like, I'm not good enough or I, though though I've heard you, it doesn't actually mean that like I'm doing well and you're not celebrating my progress here. So a lot of us have grown up with this kind of all or nothing thinking, meaning where if you were to have a 0% or if you were to just mess up, it wasn't necessarily applauded. I, I can barely count on one hand the amount of households that I'm familiar with that ask at the dinner table. Sarah Blakely, I think she had mentioned how her father actually mentioned how like one time they would sit down or growing up, they would sit down around the table and say, okay, like, how did you feel today? And like, when I first heard that story, it was so baffling to me because in my household, it wasn't, that question never came up. How did Who's you feel Sarah today? Blakely was? Sarah Blakely is the CEO and founder of now actually, um, Nordstrom bought Spanx, but Spanx. So, um, she created Spanx and she attributes a lot of her success. She's a multi-billionaire at this point now. Um, super, super successful woman. And she literally like attributes a lot of her success now to that willingness to fail, that that sloppy middle, that messy middle. Now, while we're talking about this in terms of relationship, really that all or nothing thinking that was happening with our client. And I'm so grateful for that call because at one point that particular individual 
didn't actually take ownership for a lot of the things initially when we started. And so seeing his progress was something that was so incredible and something that from an all or nothing thinking standpoint, I identified with so much because experiencing what it's like to feel like you have zero room for error and feeling like you don't even want to go near something that you don't feel as though you could succeed in. When you feel like you have zero room for error, you are going to just be stagnant. You're not going to get outside your comfort zone. Imagine trying to go to the gym and get a tough workout in and you always choose weights that you're certain you can easily do. You're never going to grow. And that's the problem. We stay in our comfort zone because we're so afraid of failure and embarrassment that we never end up growing. And to your point as well, and, and this goes way back to academics as well, if you're in school, like... If you, your goal was to get straight A's, if I got an 89, it was noticeable, like I got a B and it was like, oh my God, not good enough type of thing. Right. And while I don't think that I was told I wasn't good enough or anything like that, I do think kids internalize the stuff. So what's the solution? So what's the solution? We have, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so as you, when you do identify this thriving, when you aren't necessarily thriving the mess middle or say, for example, you're the growth oriented partner in this situation, you notice that your partner is, is afraid to dip their toe in that pond, whether it be finances, whether it be, you know, a difficult conversation, whatever that is. Usually a pond that caused a lot of pain in the past. Yes. By the way. Always, always. So we want to thrive. We don't just want to survive when it comes to the messy middle. And you have to start with that relationship that the messy middle is actually something that's really important to be in, in terms of a couple, so long as you have intentions to work through it together, which in this case, this couple did. So simple, simple steps for anyone that is feeling as though they are just getting by and they're just starting to notice the fact that this is a, this is a pond that I don't want to dip my toe in at all. Hey everyone, we're Mike and Jesse, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Alvin and Amelia from the Conscious Couples Podcast. Mike and I have been listeners of the show for a little while, and we decided we wanted to take it one step further and try out couples coaching. In the beginning, we were a little hesitant because we didn't really know how we would be supported through this journey, but Amelia and Alan quickly blew us away during our free 30-minute call where they were able to listen to us, hear our needs, hear our goals, and to just drive to five and find common ground, and we are so excited to jump in every single month with them to continue on our journey. So thank you guys so, so much. All the love. If you haven't tuned in, 10 out of 10 recommend three simple steps we we wrote them down and transcoded them so that they are bare minimum simple number one identify when you feel unsuccessful if you feel unsuccessful in something that's a great indicator that you're not if you have this all or nothing thinking you're not going to go near it at all so number one identify when you feel unsuccessful number two what belief is driving and where does this fear come from? So we got down with this client. We started to unpack and uncover the layers actually stems back from a, um, memory way back in his past of when he was, he was playing ball. And when you are a specific um, position on the field, there is so much on your back. And if you do one thing wrong, it could screw up the entire game. So I've actually coached at this point three different people who played baseball in the past. One of them was actually in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed this common pattern. So on, it's interesting sport because when I'll give this quickly. If you've never played baseball before, when you're on offense and you're at bat, mm-hmm. even the best batters in the world only hit the ball like 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's even less than that. Yeah. I think it's like way less than Very that well. actually. 
But when you're on defense, an error is so bad. Like mm-hmm. the no, like a fly ball. If you if you miss a fly ball, you're like you suck. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, um, this person actually, I've coached two people that were pitchers, mm. and the whole game is kind of on your back. Your your goal is to get like a, a no hit game. Yes. I forget what it's called. It's like a yeah, no there's a special term for it. <laughs> Emilia and I don't frequent baseball. We games. don't. <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine all of the eyes are on you. Yeah. If the other team hits a home run, you lose the game. Yeah. And so you have to throw the right pitch at the right time to the right person. And it's like, if you screw up, the game is on you. And I never yeah. really realized until I started coaching pitchers. Yeah. And I also have a close friend of mine who actually was on, she was the peak performance coach, um, mental coach for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And she's talked about this a little bit as well because it messes with your psyche when you're tracked on how many errors you make <laughs> and your whole goal is just don't screw up, mm. right? And so it can really mess with you. And so for this client and other clients that I've had in the past that were pitchers and played baseball, they have this I can't make an error mentality because if I do, I'm going to let the whole team down. Yeah. And so that's the belief that's driving in this case. Mm-hmm. So number one is identify when you feel unsuccessful, aka when you make an error. Mm-hmm. Two, what is the belief underneath that? The belief underneath that for this person was, holy crap, when I screw up, I'm going to let the whole team down. Yeah. Um, I'm potentially going to get made fun of, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, and it goes even deeper. And this is the homework that we sent our, our client away with to try to understand what does that mean to you as a person? Because right. a lot of the times people will get right. stuck in... Does it mean you're a failure? What does this mean? You're a failure? Okay, well, if you go one layer deeper, what does that mean about you? Are, are, are you worthless now? Do you not bring worth to the table in your relationship? And so um, I'm excited to, to hear that homework. But step number three is to choose an empowering alternative. Here's the thing. If we have a, a relationship that's negative with failure, meaning you don't want to go near that messy middle, you know, if you grew up knowing that like we don't make like things don't shouldn't get dirty, like we should never mess up, like it it stays with you your entire life. And so for me, like I've had to really rewire this and I'm really grateful because um, that rewiring has allowed so much growth into our relationship and so much has the we benefited because of that growth. And so for all of you out there who might feel as though the messy mid- middle is something that you only, it, it's something that you can only survive in. That's not the case. And you can definitely build evidence to actually show yourself the contrary to that. And so a great alternative, a healthy alternative for this is like failure is not unsuccess or it's not failure isn't it doesn't mean that you're worthless it doesn't mean that you're unlovable it doesn't mean that you're helpless failure means growth failure means liberation failure means growth for the we right and so it means a step failure equals progress progress failure equals progress i have such a deep belief in that yeah i am like so I think I like failure so much that I might even be doing it on purpose. I'm not, but I I am such a healthy relationship with failure. I am constantly. Yeah. I mean, even on this episode, I want everyone to understand something. Emilia and I have been podcasting. So collectively we have like 1400 episodes between the two of us, maybe more. And that's not including other shows because I've been on hundreds. That's not including like redos. Right. And and, (laughs) mess up. And yet this episode was not that great. (laughs) Like no. I need people to understand that you you're 
if you're yeah. looking to never be embarrassed, to never say or do anything wrong, to to never look like a fool, to never fail, go huddle in a corner. We'll bring you three meals a day. Jim Rohn <laughs> talks about that all the time. He's like, I'm looking for safety and security. He's like, okay, go huddle in a corner. We'll put a blanket over you. Nothing will ever happen. Yeah, you'll no, shrivel that's the, There's no growth there. So yeah. live and thrive in the messy middle. Mm-hmm. The timer has gone off. We <laughs> apologize for this being a messy episode uh no i'm just joking number one identify when you Mm. feel successful number two what is the belief driving Mm. do you have a positive relationship with failure Mm -hmm. if you don't you are going to have trouble doing difficult things yeah i fail constantly it's it's actually quite detriment like it hurts sometimes it hurts hurts but it's good in the long term yes it's good in the long term in the short term it's going to hurt in the long term you're going to get better and better and better yeah and then number three choose an empowering alternative here's the empowering alternative failure equals progress Failure is a requirement. It is a prerequisite. Michael Jordan talks about 29 times he was trusted to take the game-winning shot, Mm. and he missed. Mm -hmm. He's arguably the best basketball player to ever live. Mm -hmm. He says, I have failed over and over and over again, and that is why I succeed. Mm. And I know I talk about Michael Jordan too often. I get it, okay? But the reason I talk about him is because he was willing to fail more than everyone else. I think failure equals courage. And I think that not a lot of us are taught that um, courage looks like messiness. Because if you never want to fail, go do easy things for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I just, no one wants to do that. No one wants to do that. Mm -mm. All right. So uh, as you know, Emilia and I do a Relationship Talks virtual event every single month. Mm -hmm. Every month. No matter how messy they get. They are always going to happen. This next one is building lasting trust in your relationship. And the trust is going to help you have certainty that you can fail and that you can be imperfect. Mm. So Thursday, October 13th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can either be there or you can be square. square. Hey! (laughs) You know what's funny is actually this this intimate relationship, this couple that we were coaching, the only homework for the, the other individual was to provide that safe space for the other partner to trust that the messy middle was going to be okay yeah and that they can they can mess up they're not going to be perfect right just to give that reassurance so that is absolutely everything you've done awesome at that thank you so much thank you in our relationship literally you've helped me with that so much because i've had partners in the past that like made me feel bad when i already feel bad right and it's like and then i had this little part of me that's like why don't you go try it (laughs) right you know what i mean like you do a marathon in three days yeah literally it's like okay well what exactly is it you're doing no i'm just joking right um and that that's a bad road to go down but the point is is thank you so much for holding safe space and letting me live and thrive in the messy middle i I just had a moment where i'm like takes two to tango i am thriving in the messy middle like every day and i finally feel safe to do that and I didn't realize that growing up, that wasn't necessarily the way. Yeah. You know? Well, so. I, I have that from you. So super grateful for you. So if you're a listener and you're listening to this and saying, okay, there's definitely some messy middle areas that like we're feeling more of the mess than we are the thrive or you're struggling in this capacity and you want to learn how to get out of it. And you, you've heard these three steps that we brought forward made simple for you and you still just need to like talk them through if you want a free safe judgmental free place alan and i make sure that every single saturday we have 30 minutes dedicated on our calendar for you people just like you part of our community this is free this is live this is completely judgment free zone where we talk about all things relationships private it's completely private yeah and and we've had some of our listeners take advantage of that and 
you know, coming away after that call, feeling heard, feeling seen and feeling understood. And on top of that, getting tools, tips, strategies on how to find a way out. That's been absolutely so rewarding for us and for the people that have take the chance on us. Did you see the homework come through from one of those free calls? Uh, someone did their relationship standards and they had oh. a whole graphic done up. It was awesome. <gasps> really? I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yeah, yet. There's tons. It's Spoiler awesome. Alert. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. So, so a lot of good comes from those calls. Awesome. Please book one. Yeah. Link will be in the show notes for both the event and the relationship talks. Mm-hmm. Coaching session, we only do one a week. Um, because quite frankly, uh, our calendars are spread <laughs> unreasonably thin. It may or may not be 8 p.m. right now. We're heading to the gym after this. So thank you all so much for listening. As always, it's mm-hmm. not about me or you. It's about the, the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88 Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.